Well, hey, welcome back to another episode of the Hit Bodies podcast. I am your host, Chelsea Pleasant, and I totally just ghosted you last week. I'm so sorry. Last week we were in Disney World, which we're going to get to in a minute, but like I had every intention of recording an episode. I thought for sure I would be able to go on the balcony or something and just record an episode real quick, like no big deal, right? It was a big deal. It was not possible uh, because the way our like, I don't know, living situation, I guess there was set up was, it was just, it doesn't matter. It wasn't going to happen. Anyway, I'm back. I'm here with you this week. And if you are new here and you're wondering what this podcast is, well, Hip Bodies is, it's a workout group. I started it back in 2017. You know, when I started it, my goal was to provide workout videos that were legit the workouts that I would do for myself or I would recommend to someone, right? Because everything on the market at the time, it just, it didn't feel like that's what the trainer was doing to get in shape themselves. You know what I mean? So I focus on strength training. That's what I do. And one of those things with like working out alongside my clients, I do it live and I chat with you guys about like what's going on in my life and I ask you about what's going on in yours. And this podcast just kind of gives me a little bit more time to go into detail on stuff. So we talk about fitness stuff. We also talk a lot about like, I don't know, girl talk stuff. So it's Sunday. I got back Friday morning from my vacation and I'm sitting here just with like, I just, I'm like overflowing with things I want to talk about. But I do want to try to be somewhat helpful in regards to health and fitness. I want to kind of share what's been on my mind. The truth is, if you don't know already, I'm on a weight loss journey myself. I had my second child back in September, so damn near six months ago, a little over five months ago. And the weight loss is uh, slow. (laughs) It is not coming off easy peasy for me. It didn't come off easy with my first either, but it's like way harder this time around. And I'm just... I'm feeling impatient. I'm feeling frustrated. I'm feeling the temptation to like, what could I adjust to make this go faster? Like every day I'm asking myself that and I have to step back and go, okay, hold on, Chelsea, you're moving in the right direction. You're, it, what you're doing is healthy. You're losing it at a healthy rate. It's just annoying that like, because like in my head, I feel like because I had a baby, it should be coming off way faster. Because like I've seen, I've seen it for others. Why is it not happening for me? <laughs> you know, uh, but I also think that it's making me able to relate to people who are in this position where they're like, this is freaking slow. It's annoying. It's frustrating. And it makes me want to say F it. Right. And the truth is, I know deep down <laughs> that the slight changes that I've made that are helping me move in the right direction are changes that are helping my health for the long term. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, okay, for example, this last week being in Disney, I walked so much. Okay, so I actually continued to move in the right direction in regards to like weight loss, even though I didn't technically do a workout all week and I wasn't tracking my food all week. But it reminded me, Hey, Chelsea, you could freaking walk sometimes. You could just like go out in your neighborhood and walk, go to the park and walk, right? Like, I don't know. Sometimes we forget that that's like even an option. And for me, I, it just feels like such a production with two children and I never take advantage of it. So 
maybe you need this reminder too. Hey, include some walking, okay? Just include it in your day. I need that reminder. But anyway, the other things that I want to, you know, take with me for the long haul, I have drastically increased my protein. If you go back and listen to episode, I think it's episode 11, there's protein in the title. I talk a lot about like the benefits of protein in terms from like a thermogenic standpoint, a like hormonal standpoint, so many things. It it It's so important, especially if you're pregnant, postpartum, breastfeeding, all of those things. Protein is so important. And for me, it's been the game changer because prior to focusing on protein, when I was just restricting calories, my milk supply tanked, completely tanked. And now I don't have to restrict my calories as much. My protein is super, super high. It's, and I'm going to be honest with you, a huge benefit that I've noticed is when your protein is high, you are just very satiated. You don't have as many cravings for the junk. You know what I mean? But you know when you feel like snacky all day? Like, and when I say like adequate protein, so just as an example, I'm eating around 160 grams a day. So that's a lot. And if you're not focusing on it, you will not accidentally get that. Okay? <laughs> like, I don't care who you are. But <clears throat> anyway, when I eat that much protein, I'm not like... It's, it, I don't get the 9 p.m. like, mm, what could I eat kind of feeling. I'm like, I'm honestly really satisfied. <laughs> like I'm good with like, I just want a glass of water and I'm set. Like I'm full, man. I'm full. And like right now, just as a way that I'm increasing my protein, I try not to do a lot of like protein supplements because I, I don't know. I just don't feel like that counts. I know it counts, but I just try not. I try to get it from Whole Foods. Like I try to eat meat and stuff like that because there's other stuff that goes whatever. Anyway. I am drinking a, so I use PE Science Vanilla Protein, and I just shook it up with water, less water than the recipe calls for, okay, or like what the label calls for. I think I mixed it with like six ounces of water, a shot of espresso, and then a bunch of ice, and it's so good. It's like, it's very sweet. I'm not going to lie. It's a little bit too sweet for me. Jen, if you're listening, you'd love it. Oh my God, Jen, you guys... This girl, she got like a, I can't remember what drink it was. It was a Starbucks drink. It was like, I think it was when they had like a cake batter drink. Her and I got it one time and she was like, I don't know, it just doesn't have much flavor. And I drink it. I'm like, this is so sweet. It had it had a lot of sweetener in it, right? And she's like, just doesn't taste like it has any flavor in it. And I'm like, what are you, what are you talking about? What, like, what? So the girlfriend likes it to be like, and that, so I think that also sets the difference between Dunkin' people and Starbucks people, okay? Because I can admit, I, I really like Dunkin' because it's freaking sweet, man. I like it sweet. I like it. If I'm going to have a sweet, if, if I do an ice drink, it has to be sweet. If I do a hot drink, I don't like it sweet. I know that's weird. But anyway, with my ice drinks... I strongly prefer Dunkin'. Like the, it's perfect. It's so sweet and it's so, and it's cheaper and it's like quicker. It's just across the board. I'm a Dunkin' girl for life. But like, I feel like Starbucks people, they don't like as much. I don't know. Yeah. So anyway, I'm like kind of making fun of Jen, but also I am Jen. I am, I am also like it sweet. (laughs) Okay. Anyway, back to health and fitness. So like, Yeah, I've been thinking about just that feeling of being impatient 
and wanting to hit the pedal to the metal. Like, what can I, what can I make harder? What could I like do to make this go faster? Right. And that's, it's just, I hate that that's where my head's at all the time. But I've just been thinking about, okay, what could I do to make what I'm doing more effective? That's, that's the question that I'm focusing on asking myself. And so my obsession right now, and I sent an email out, if you're on my email list, about training instead of just working out. And dude, this was, this was all inspired by like a TikTok I saw. I saw someone who like said like, stop doing random stuff. And it's so true, man. It's so true. There is, there is so much importance behind consistency. Okay. Cause people, I, I have had multiple people who join hip bodies go like, how can we do so many of the same moves over and over again? And I've had trouble like answering that question in a way, in a way that the, where people get it. Cause like I get it in my head, I get it, but I don't know how to explain it. So I'm going to try to explain that right now. Okay. So if I go run a mile tomorrow and then three weeks from now I run another mile and in between there, I like did a random, like, like one of Jen's turbo kit classes and then like something else. And I'm just like doing random stuff every day. I'm moving every day. I'm burning calories every day. Like my heart is probably a little happier, but in terms of like actually moving toward any sort of goal, not really happening. I'm not getting better at running a mile. I'm like, it's nothing's actually improving. And definitely in the regards to like, like muscle recovery and maximizing the beauty behind that and all that that does for us, like none of that's happening, right? So instead focusing on training, okay? So if we're focusing on squats, okay? Just like imagine you have a squat goal. I want to be able to squat 150 pounds. Like I want to be able to squat however many times, two, three, four, 10, whatever times. Okay, so if that's your goal, that means you have to like, continuously push yourself like, okay, I got 50 pounds. How many times can I do it? And then in a couple weeks, let's go ahead and increase that to 60 pounds. How many times can I do it? And then like work your way up at that and like steadily working yourself up. And like, what's cool about this is you're maximizing the EPOC, the excess post-exercise oxygen consumption when you train this way. So, and which basically I'm just going to say it in an easier way. You're maximizing the benefit that you get from strength training by training this way while making your workouts like there's consistency behind it you're able to push yourself more because you know what the heck you're doing when you're just kind of doing random stuff when there's not consistency you're not able to push yourself in the same way so and if you're like what are you what are you saying so you know day one you were only able to do 50 pounds okay as an example but day 30 you were able to do 100 pounds this is just like random numbers i'm pulling But if you're doing random stuff, day one, you might be able to run one mile. Day 30, you might still only be able to run one mile because you haven't improved and focused on training for running because you've just been doing random stuff. Do you see? Do you see? Do you see where I'm going with this? So we want to focus on training instead of just working out. And that way we actually improve at it. And I know this also kind of goes against what... I don't know, like working out should be fun. Working out should be, the, and it should. Working out should be fun. I think, I think lifting's fun. I think getting stronger is fun. Some people might not agree with me, and maybe this, like what I'm saying, this isn't for them. But what I'm saying is like, there's a lot of benefit to be had here. And it also, like, 
it becomes addicting this way for sure. Oh my gosh. And it beca- you kind of become competitive with yourself, competitive with others. That part all gets really, really fun. So yeah. Anyway, I just wanted to kind of talk about that. If you have any questions in regards to like the difference between working out and training, if you're like, if what I'm saying is not making sense and you have questions, never hesitate to reach out to me. I love when you guys DM me and like share, I don't know, thoughts, questions, whatever. It means a lot to me. So please do not hesitate. I hope I'm making sense. And that's the thing about these podcasts. I'm just like talking to talk by myself here in my bedroom. And I have no idea if I'm making any sense to you guys. Hopefully I am. Okay. So that concludes what I think is going to be the somewhat helpful part of the podcast. I don't even know if it was helpful, but we're going to move on to this freaking Disney trip y'all. Cause I got thoughts. I got thoughts. So first off, we're just going to walk you through. I had the perfect day set up before we left. So I have, I'm not bougie, you guys. I'm not. You, I think you know this about me, where if I spend money on something, it's because it brings a lot of value to my life, okay? I shop at, like, I wear the cheapest clothes. I barely buy new clothes. Even when they don't fit, I'll, like, <laughs> wear them anyway. Like, I don't know why I'm defending this about, okay, it's because I have a, I have a house cleaner, like, I don't know. I just text her randomly and like, hey, can you, when do you have availability? My house is disgusting. Like that's, that's our relationship. I'm not like, I'm not like a weekly, I don't know, whatever. It doesn't matter. I don't know why I feel the need to defend this. It's like, I don't want you guys to be mistaken that I am like super bougie and like have a perfect house or anything like that. Okay. But the day before we left, I had it arranged for the house cleaner to come in the afternoon. So like think of it this way there's no time after she's done for the kids to mess it up it's like she cleans while we go out to dinner so we don't even dirty dishes we come back to a clean house put the kids to bed and the next day Kevin was going to school and then we were after he goes to school we were going to head off in the afternoon okay so it was honestly like we really lined it up perfect unfortunately it did not work out that way. First world problems, the house cleaner bailed. So it was like an emergency situation, but she like just didn't show up. So it wasn't like I got a text ahead of time. It was like, she just didn't show up. And like an hour and a half after I thought she was there, like I already left the house. I've been gone for a while. She's like, she's an emergency. And I'm like, oh, okay. And I'm like also panicking because we're having someone house sit and our house is disgusting. Like I let our house be disgusting knowing somewhere I'm going to pay money for someone else to like clean it. And I'm like, oh, crap. Okay. Okay. So I have to rush home and I'm like trying to clean, but the kids are losing it. It's just like, and I'm like also trying to figure out dinner at this point, right? Because we were going to go out to dinner as family. Cameron was going to meet up with us. He's at a work meeting. It's just like chaos. And I'm like, okay, this is not, this is not the vibe. This is not the vibe going into the Disney trip. But actually, you guys, now that I've been on a Disney trip, that is the vibe. That's the exact vibe of a Disney trip. (laughs) But we'll get to that. Okay. So anyway, we managed to get between Cameron and I, once we get home, we had like freaking Panda Express for dinner. Not ideal, but it's just like we needed to get something quick. And we got the house clean and my husband, it's so funny. Like I didn't, I don't feel the need to like get the house like clean, clean. Okay. I'm like, it just not disgusting. That's my goal. Just like not disgusting. Like just, you know, scrub a toilet. Like, I, I don't know, like 
things that are gross, like just make it not gross. That's my goal. My husband, on the other hand, he left our house as if we were putting it on the market and we were about to get top dollar. Like it looked so good. And shout out to our house sitter because it looked exactly the same when we came home. (laughs) Like she, perfection. Okay. Anyway, so let's talk about the airplane trip because this was our first airplane trip with two kids. You guys, not a fan. It wasn't bad. So it was only an hour and a half. Casey slept the whole way there. Kevin only got antsy the last half hour, but it definitely made me realize like anything longer than that, we are kind of screwed. Like I really got to come up with some things to like entertain him, but whatever. Okay. So now moving into the Disney part. So we went to Disney World. This was courtesy of my parents. This was their Christmas gift to the family. Um, so nice of them. So fun. So it's like fun, but also like, whew, okay. I had, I didn't, I had never been to Disney as the grown up. I've always been to Disney as the child. So my memories were like just so different than what I was going into. Okay. I, I really went into this so ignorant. Now I tried to research going into Disney world because I know it's changed a lot since I've been there, but you guys, I'm just going to say you need at least one practice day at Disney. Okay, so when you like are planning, okay, we're going to have three days at the park, plan four, knowing one day is going to be like your screw up day. You're going to like have Genie Plus, not really know how to use it. You're going to like try to figure out what the heck are these individual lightning lanes. Like just try to figure it out. Like have a park hopper, utilize the whole day to like play with the app and try to understand it. Maybe there's someone out there who has tips on like how to fully understand this stuff without being there but I just think it only makes sense when you're actually physically there and like using it and you're like okay I get it because it's just impossible to explain it's impossible now with that being said I'm gonna just tell you so genie plus is I don't know what the other perks are but I know that you get to go in lightning lanes which is where you don't wait which I have small children that's a that's a yes that's a yes for me I bought it we bought it every single day we were there because wow like even if you only use it once worth it um we the individual lightning lanes these are like the super bougie rides I don't I don't know if it's it's not bougie it's just like it's the best rides the best rides have individual lightning lanes so you already bought genie plus right you already bought your park tickets maybe you even bought a park hopper now none of that matters if you want to go on an individual lightning lane so guardians of the galaxy or like rise of the resistance these are some rides at disney world you would either have to wait two hours or you can pay an individual lightning lane spot for like whatever time is available um at like maybe it's a i i think it was like 11 to 14 dollars per person to go on that one ride and guess what i paid it (laughs) yeah yeah frugal chelsea bought genie plus and individual lightning lanes it's worth it. Okay. <clears throat> but, but what's crazy, you guys? So, all these things I'm talking about, people are psychopaths about throwing their money at these things. Like, it's competitive just to get into these things. It's uh, like, Amer- so the thing that I wrote down when I was like writing notes is Americans are so lazy. Like, we know this. Americans are lazy people, but not when it comes to Disney. So, when you go to Disney World and if you stay on Disney property, 
you can go into the park a half an hour early. We obviously took advantage of this because I have early riser children. We're all early risers. Why not beat the heat, beat the crowds? It's perfect, right? There is not a crowd to be beat. Okay, are you joking? Like these crowds are, these, I think, I, I swear people are camping there. There's, it makes no freaking sense to me. We did the early entrance at Epcot, okay? And we wanted to ride the Ratatouille ride, which is super cute. Highly recommend. We got there early entrance on time, maybe even a few minutes early. By the time we got to that ride, 50 minute wait. 50 minute wait. Are you joking? Are these people, like people were jogging. People were jogging to this ride. What? It's just like, honestly, Disney is, it's crazy. And like the crowds, like the crowds aren't as bad in the morning. I'll say that. Like by noon, get me out of there. It is too much. It's just like everywhere you look, people. Okay, but with that being said, the lightning lanes really did help. And I want to tell you about like my hands down favorite ride, Guardians of the Galaxy. I've never seen the movie. I've never even heard of the movie because that's how up to date I am on things. You guys, this ride, like, okay, I love roller coasters. Love, love, love roller coasters. And I, I will say it takes a lot to impress me in regards to a roller coaster. Like Space Mountain, it's good. Like I'm trying to think of the other, like Thunder Mountain Railroad, it's fine. So there was like two, so the new Mount Everest ride at Animal Kingdom and the new Guardians of the Galaxy, hands down best rides I've ever been on in my entire life. Okay. Mount, the Mount Everest ride, like not quite as good, but like it's pretty good. But Guardians of the Galaxy, let's talk about it. Okay. This is going to be a spoiler alert. So if you're going to Disney, then maybe skip this part because I really want it to be a surprise for you. But if you're not going to Disney World and if you're going to Disneyland, it's not, they don't have it there yet. So you can let this be a spoiler because you'll probably forget by the time you go to Disney World. But okay, this ride. So it's crazy. Disney, like they're, you know how you sit in a little cart when you go on a roller coaster? Well, the carts now, they spin. They spin different directions. Okay, so like you're facing sideways and forward and, and, it, and it spins. And like, okay, so th- the first part of the ride, you're, on, you're in this cart and it's kind of moving around and you're thinking, oh no, is this going to be one of those like simulator rides? Like, because I just had no idea what to expect. So I'm kind of thinking, oh, this is going to be lame. It's just going to be like Star Tours. If you, if you know what Star Tours is, it's like, it's like a simulator. So I'm sitting there. This roller coaster shoots me backwards so freaking fast I my mind was blown like I went I I'm sure they have a picture of my face like I mean I was so caught off guard I hear camera next to me like wow like it was crazy and I honestly it's like a blur what happened next but the the part that stood out to me was it looks like you're orbiting around the moon and then you're orbiting around the earth it was so cool like hands down the coolest roller coaster I've ever been on in my life I could go I would go back to Disney just to do that on repeat it's so good now the Mount Everest ride also went backwards that seems to be the thing but like okay Disney they've taken things next level like I don't know if other places have done this because I haven't been to like theme parks lately but they are incorporating all of your senses. And the big one that they've included is smells. 
Okay, so we went on the Avatar. It's like um, Avatar Flight of Passage is what it's called. And there's also one. It's like a Soren ride, Soren over like the world. I think it was that was at Epcot as well, and then the Avatar ride was at Animal Kingdom. So let me explain. I'll I'll use the Soren one. So the Soren one, Kevin could actually go on with us, which was cool. <clears throat> and okay, so you like it's like you're riding a thing over the world. You get it right. If you've ever been in Disneyland at California Adventure, they have Soren over California. It's the same thing, but it's like over the world. So when you fly over the like, I think it was like the African Savannah or something, you smell, you smell like grass, like very, like strong. And then it, and then it goes away. And then you go near the Taj Mahal and it was this like amazing, like flowery smell. It was like, oh my God, it it was, it just, they brought you there. The level of, I don't know, like innovation and whatever, it's, no one can beat it. No one can beat it. It's so good. It's so good. But um, none of those rides would be worth it to me. Only Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> I I just love it. I love it. Now, I, I guess I'll probably take some time on my Instagram to put like what I think the best rides for like kids were that I went on. But I, I don't know. I'm probably I'm just not an expert on that. And Kevin ended up being a little bit of a daredevil and kind of feeling like the kiddo rides were lame and he really liked the coasters but the roller coasters had longer lines and if you didn't book the lightning lane early enough it was just yeah it was just such a thing and then having a baby with you when it's hot and she's struggling to fall asleep and she she can't even so you can't even take the baby in the line it's like you have to like have someone stand out with the baby so if she's like due to eat then I can't go so we're doing a rider switch it's just such a hassle you guys such a hassle if you have a small child, like a baby, and you want to go, I would recommend waiting. That's just me. I would say if I were, if I could redo it, I would wait till both kids are at least 40 inches at minimum, but ideally even taller than that. That's just me. Okay. So now let's talk about like some other stuff in regards to Disney. So I was, I was sitting there thinking about on Valentine's Day, we sent my parents out to go on some rides. My parents had been wanting to go on Tower of Terror and we sent them to go on Rise of Resistance because that's like, I don't know, just like a really hyped up ride and whatever. So they we sent them out to go enjoy themselves on Valentine's Day. So we're back at the hotel with the kids and the kids are losing it. Like Kevin is so just overstimulated, exhausted, but like not sleeping. Casey's like screaming her head off. Like I, it, it was not a great evening. And Cameron and I are like, we got to figure something out to eat. But the thing is about Disney, it's not like you can just pop in somewhere. It's, it's Valentine's day. So it's like everywhere is going to be slammed that we go. It's like, we are, we're right next to Disney Springs, but every restaurant is going to be just crazy busy it's not like we can just uber it or like order to go like super quick it's it's gonna be crazy it's gonna be crazy and so we fortunately we had some hello fresh meals in the fridge so we whipped up a hello fresh meal and it all worked out but it was like it was one of those moments where I'm like oh my gosh like this is this is like kind of like what are we gonna eat man thank goodness like we have a kitchen here because if we were stuck at the hotel without a kitchen and trying to figure out what to eat with these like psycho kids Dude, it, yeah, it was, would have been rough. But speaking of weights and speaking of food, Gideon's Bakehouse. Okay, 
this place, you want to talk about hype. This place is hyped, okay? So I was searching, I think I was just like searching things for Disney Springs and I stumbled across this place and people were just like, you got to go. You got to go. And I'm reading the reviews and this this has like thousands and thousands and thousands of like, you got to try this best cookie ever review. I'm a cookie girl, okay? I'm a cookie girl. So I'm like, okay, I'm, ha- I'm on vacation. I want to get a cookie. And they're like, it's worth the wait. So in my head, I'm thinking like, 20 minute wait, 30 minute wait. I mean, it's cookies. How long can it really take to sell someone a cookie, right? Like it can't be that long of a wait. So Saturday night, I send my dad to go get some milk because I don't eat cookies without milk. I'm not a monster. Any of you who do eat cookies without milk, they're only 25% as good. So you're really missing out. Okay. Anyway, I go, so I, we walk over to Disney Springs to get these cookies we make it there. I walk up. I'm just like, looks like there's no line. And I'm like, there's a guy standing outside with an iPad. And he's like, can I have your name? And I'm like, Chelsea, he's like, um, okay, it's looking like a two and a half to three hour wait. So you'll just join our virtual queue. I'm like, I'm sorry, what? He said, yeah, it'll be two and a half, three hours. So we'll text you. Then you'll join this line. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna be in bed by that point. And I'm like, okay. So I, we tapped out. We we're like, okay, we're good. We'll come back another time. So my dad comes home with the milk. I come home empty-handed. Sorry, dad. The next day, it's Sunday. My parents are going on a walk. And so I'm like, would you want to just like go see if Gideon's doesn't have a weight, right? So my parents go over there while I'm at the pool with the kids. And they text me. They're like, five hours. Five hours for these cookies on a Sunday. Are you joking? But we do it. We do it. We get we get our name on there because we are close by. We're close enough by where where we can walk there. It's like a little like it's like 0.7 miles from our hotel room to there. Okay? So anyway, <clears throat> we put our name on and what they do is then they're going to text my dad when it's time to go check in. So I'm thinking like they text my dad and then we go buy the cookies and it's a done deal, right? No, this is not how it works. So my dad gets the text. He's on his way there, but he got lost. (laughs) That's another, that's a story for another day, but I made it there and he ended up making it too. He just like made a wrong turn. To be fair, the Disney map is really confusing. But anyway, we get there. I check in and I'm like, here's the thing. He's like, okay. And so I I get in another line and this line is like, this is not a short line. This is look, this is like 30 plus people long, this line. And this is just to get in the actual building. So this is all just outside. I'm like, okay. So I'm waiting in this line. I get to the very front of my, the line, and that's when my dad arrives. And I'm like, perfect timing, dad. Look at where I am. I'm at the front of the line. And they're like, okay, you're good to go. Go ahead and head inside. And I go inside. Guess what? Another line. So I just waited like five hours plus however long it took to get through the next line. And now I am in line to finally buy these freaking cookies. This is crazy. Okay. They also have a limit. You can only buy six cookies max per person. So we just, we bought the six and I also threw in a slice of cake because they have cake. Let's see if it's good. Right. Okay. The cookie, you guys, I tried the pistachio toffee chocolate chip one first and it's the best freaking cookie I've ever had in my life. I hate that it's worth the hype, 
but it's really freaking good. And I have no idea how I'm, I'm like searching Gideon's dupes now. I'm like on TikTok. So there's this girl who does dupes on TikTok and I'm going to message her and be like, can you please create a dupe for these cookies? I need to know how to make these cookies because I will make them. I will put in the work. I am not lazy. I mean, is anyone, if you're waiting five hours plus 30 minutes plus 10 minutes, like it was insane. It was insane. Anyway, so yeah, just like the waits for everything are just crazy at Disney, you guys. And people are just do it. People just do it. I I don't get it. It's the, the sheer number of people at Disney is just remarkable. Like I kept thinking... There's so many people here. I have to know some of them because there's just thousands of people. How have I not run into anyone I know yet? (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, it's just crazy. And this is another thing that I think about, like, and I guess this is like being a business owner. And I know a lot of people who, who are kind of scared to maybe take the plunge on starting a business. Like the biggest thing that you hear when people are scared to start a business is like the market is already saturated, right? Like that's the thing that you always think about. Dude, I don't care how saturated market is. I just saw thousands and thousands and thousands of people that I've never seen in my life. Ever. Like, I, I, you, you, there's just so many more people in the world than we even realize. So if you have a business idea and you think that the world already has too many fill in the blank, whatever it is, I'm telling you, they need you. They need you. Because there are way more people in the world than you realize And there is plenty of room for everyone to be successful. That was something that I thought about. Okay. So the next thing I was going to talk about was like character breakfast. Gosh, do you guys even care about this? If you're still listening, you're you're the real MVP. I think I say that every week. Like, because I feel like I just go on weird rants. And then I'm like thanking you for continuing to listen to my rant. I, I need to work on that. Anyway, so we went to two character breakfasts. One was right up our alley. The other one, not so much, okay? The first one, Chef Mickey's, right up our alley, baby. You know why? Because Cameron and I are disgusting and we love buffets. <laughs> we love all you can eat, all right? We, it's just, it's just, it's for us. It's it's us. If we were a restaurant, we would be an old country buffet, <laughs> okay? We are gross. We love big portions. We like comfort food. Like that's, yeah, that's our jam. So anyway, Chef Mickey's, it was so fun. Like they, they give you all you can eat, like scrambled eggs, bacon, sausage, brisket. Um, I think they had almost like a banana bread situation. I feel like there were, oh yeah, biscuits and gravy were in there. That gravy was good. That gravy was, I'm not even a biscuits and gravy girl. And that was freaking good. I could dip like anything in that gravy. It was so good. Okay. Across the board, great experience. If, and the food was great quality. So you know how buffet food is usually like, it's like you sacrifice quality in the name of all you can eat. You don't, you don't hear it's good quality. It's also extremely expensive. Now Topolino's was the other restaurant that we went to. And this was at the top of the, it's called the Riviera resort and it's a Disney resort and it, and it's a beautiful resort. It's like, a, I, th- Italian themed? I want to say it's Italian. Topolino, that sounds Italian, doesn't it? Okay, anyway. So the character both of these restaurants, the characters were there. And both of the both times the characters are great. They come to every table. You can get autographs, pictures, whatever, and it's great for the kids. Topolino's is so freaking overpriced. I'm just gonna say it. 
like the food was good but like it was the same price as the all you can eat place and I feel like the food was exactly the same so for me it's a no the view is so pretty though and I feel like that's what you're paying for is at the it's it's on the 10th floor so you can like overlook just like all of Disney which I guess is cool to people because <laughs> Florida has no hills I don't know but yeah I what was funny that that day at Topolino's Kevin was dipping his sausage in chocolate it was so gross to me like he had he had this like um it was kind of cute they put his waffles on like a popsicle stick and then had different sauces but then he also had sausage and bacon with it and he was not dipping the waffles in there but instead dipping the sausage and it was like so gross but you know it's like with a kid you're just like you're happy if they're eating especially if they're eating something that has protein you're like do it up sir do whatever whatever you want whatever you want do it um okay yeah so that kind of wraps up like my overall thoughts with Disney now I want to say this I love Disney World I love it I really do I think it's it's so fun I could go on that Guardians of the Galaxy ride over and over I I wish because like the thing is it's a place for kids but I also don't get it like how is it doable for kids when the crowds are that big when everything's so expensive it's the lines are so long there's so many fun things to do that kids can't do it's just like because I get it they're making it fun for adults and fun for kids and it's like as a parent you have to be selfless when you go and bring your children and like kind of sacrifice a little bit of your experience for them not a little bit like a lot of like you you have to sacrifice your experience (laughs) I don't know it just am I too selfish to do a Disney trip again with my children I'm thinking, yeah, like, so what we're thinking for our next, because we did, all of this definitely made us realize, like, we definitely need to go on family vacations. We have to. We have to take time where we just break break away from the norm, from the day-to-day routine, and just get away. So we are thinking of a Cancun trip, um, all-inclusive resort. So, oh, my gosh. Because I cannot tell you, like, at Disney, I don't know if you know this, but, like, so we had four adults and then Kevin who's like three and then Casey she's on the boob so she's like not eating but like when we would go to like a quick service like basically fast food restaurant for all of us to like a kid's meal and four adult meals we're looking at 80 bucks if we're going to a sit-down dinner or like a sit-down breakfast 300 at minimum I'm not even joking you guys that's stupid like that that's so much money and to spend that on repeat all week like uh, it's just it gets old and I really you guys I tried I tried so hard to like put my frugal self like in the back seat and just like spend the money and not worry about it but it gets it's hard it's hard because that's a lot of money <laughs> that's what it is between genie plus every day so like genie plus for four adults was somewhere between a hundred plus dollars a day so like at at the at the least it was going to be like 90 bucks a day, right? I have to double check, but so that was on top of the park tickets, which we had park hoppers. So I don't even know how much all that costs cuz my parents took care of all that, but ugh, yeah, it just it's a lot of money, man. It's a lot of money and I I it makes me feel sick to my stomach and I just feel that Disney does a great job but it's very hard for me to enjoy myself when it costs that much and the crowds are so big and the lines are so long. Like I think, okay, 
here, here's my thought process. If it's going to be that expensive, then I feel like I shouldn't have to wait so long. Is that fair? I think that's fair, but obviously I'm, I'm wrong (laughs) because, (laughs) because everyone is willing to spend that much. Like, so, I mean, I, the number of people is crazy. You guys, it's just, the crowds are crazy and this isn't even a busy time of year. This is February. Okay. So anyway, I said that wraps up about Disney and then I went on another Disney rant. So I'm back home and I am so excited to get into my workouts this week. So this week at Hit Bodies, what we're doing is we're doing don't set them down. So this is where like the first part of every circuit, we're going to be going through a handful of exercises and you do not set the weight down in between. You just keep going. So it's very challenging because your hands hurt. You want to let it go. So this will also really help people build their grip strength without actually, I don't know, maybe they don't have a pull-up bar. Because like for a lot of people, grip strength is what stops them from being able to do a pull-up, Right. Or grip strength stops them from being able to go heavier on their deadlifts. So another way to build grip strength is to do things like this, where you do a complex, where you do a series of exercises without setting the weight down. So that is the theme this week at Hit Bodies. I'm super excited to jump back into the workouts. I didn't work out at all last week. And let me tell you why. There was no freaking way. So we had a one bedroom. They called it like a one bedroom villa. So it was like one bedroom and then it was like they kind of break up the bathroom so that it feels like more than one bathroom, but it's technically just one bathroom. It's like the bath and a vanity in one, and then the shower and a vanity in one, and then the toilet separate. So it's like a lot of different spaces could be used by multiple people, if that makes sense. So they're just like Casey slept in the crib in our room. Kevin ended up sleeping. He kind of bounced between my parents' bed and our bed. It was just... There wasn't a place to like get away and do a workout in the hotel room. The hotel does have a gym, but I like it's it was so far. It was like I don't I don't even know. I to this day I never really knew where it was. I think it was like the, that resort was huge. It was just it was huge. I still don't know where that freaking gym was. It was not easy to find. I'm not great with directions to be fair. Especially when everything looks the same. Because you go into a resort and it's like every building looks very similar. So how do you really know where you are besides like the numbers? It just gets very confusing. Anyway, I never found the gym. But I really didn't have time to either because I planned on like – so our building had a staircase. And I was like, oh, I could do a little stair workout in the morning before the kids wake up. And that way I'm right there if Casey wakes up and she's hungry, right? So I woke up at 5, ready to go work out. Guess what? Me just trying to get dressed wakes the kids up. Me just like existing in there wakes the kids up. So yeah, it was, it was hard. They, they woke up somewhere in the five o'clock hour almost every day, except for the day we had to leave. They wanted to sleep in and we had to get up that early. So that leaves evenings, right? But by the evening, let's be real, we're effing exhausted all day. We've been like carrying small children. My hip is like jacked up from I mean so we were doing like around 15 to 17,000 steps a day and dude I was like I was either holding Casey or pushing our stroller or sometimes holding Kevin it was just it was a lot like you're never just walking normal ever so oh my gosh yeah my left hip it's like definitely from holding the kids and trying to walk 
10 out of 10 do not recommend my like I I do not get injuries so this is like a bit kind of a big deal for me anyway I'm definitely gonna see the chiropractor this week all in all I wish that I could have worked out but I didn't and that's okay um I I didn't eat terrible I, d- I definitely didn't track my food there and I could have like I could have but I'm gonna tell you how for me with vacation you don't go on vacation all year long at least I don't. So I'm going to enjoy myself and I'm going to like take my mind off it. I, I, but one thing you cannot do is when you get home from a a vacation, if you do like totally say F it, no matter what, you can't be scared to get on the scale. You can't be scared to like face where you're at because sometimes like no matter what the answer is, it maybe it'll kind of motivate you like, Oh, okay. Like this is where we're at. Let's eat healthy today get some of this bloat off. Let's do a workout, that kind of thing. Like let it kind of motivate you if it's higher. And if it's not as high as you expect, like maybe you stayed exactly the same or whatever. You're like, oh, okay, we're good. We'll just get back on track and continue moving in the right direction. Or maybe you even continue to lose weight or whatever. I don't know. Like no matter what happens, it, you can't, you don't want to hide from it. Cause that's when people kind of tend to get a case of the efforts after a vacation. If they, didn't work out on vacation. So anyway, that's just my tip. You don't have to take that advice if you don't want to. Well, I love you guys. This is a nice long episode for you. I do have a recording of Cameron and I. I'm going to see if I can figure out like if we can turn it into an episode or not. But it was him and I talking about Disney. So we'll see. I need to go back and listen to it. It was while we were waiting for my dad to pick us up one day when we were at Disney. But we'll see. Let me know if you want it. Okay. Love you guys. Bye.